Number 92, Dancing Back and Forth. I begin with a poem by Robert Frost called The Road Not Taken. It's quite a well-known poem, and I will try to do it justice without trying to sound like Robert Frost himself. If you've ever heard the recording of him reading this, you would never forget it. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. And I'll read one more short piece from Octavio Paz, his collection of essays on poets and others. Octavio Paz was a 20th century Mexican poet who received, among other awards, a Guggenheim Fellowship and the Nobel Prize in Literature. Apparently, he visited Robert Frost in 1945 at his home. First, I'll read a description of where Mr. Paz finds Mr. Frost in order to set the scene and give you more of a sense of who Robert Frost was at this time in his life. He was apparently around 70 years old. Now I was walking through deep undergrowth that came up to my knee. When I reached the top, I could see the whole little valley, the blue mountains, the stream, the luminously green flatland, and at the very bottom, the forest. The wind began to blow. Everything swayed almost cheerfully. All the leaves sang. I went toward the cabin. It was a little wooden shack, old. The paint flaked, grayed by the years. The windows were curtainless. I made a way through the underbrush and looked in. Inside, sitting in an easy chair, was an old man. Resting beside him was a woolly dog. When he saw me, the man stood up and beckoned me to come around the other side. I did so and found him waiting for me at the door of his cabin. The dog jumped up to greet me. We crossed a little passage and went into a small room. Unpolished floor, two chairs, a blue easy chair, another reddish one, a desk with a few books on it, a little table with papers and letters. On the walls, three or four engravings, nothing remarkable. We sat down. And then a little further on, the piece that I wanted to add to this recording. Uh, 
There he was in his cabin, removed from the world not to renounce it, but to see it better. He wasn't a hermit, nor was his hill a rock in the desert. The three crows hadn't brought him the bread he ate. He'd bought it himself in the village store. This is not a poetry podcast, but I really do love Robert Frost and his ability to speak of the spiritual in life, but have it fully grounded in the real, the true, the natural world, not unlike Mary Oliver. Octavio Paz noted that Robert Frost lived away from people not to avoid life, but to see it more clearly and to know himself better, to hear his inner dialogue more as a flow of separate voices rather than a clamor of need. From the perspective of consciousness, from the perspective of Vedanta, everything is a coming together. Each episode of life is an opportunity to love and recognize God in all things, in all people, and in all situations. We learn to step forward into the moment rather than away from it. Now, from the perspective of our animal human nature, everything and everyone must be treated as potentially dangerous and assessed for what I can get or what I might lose. Thus is born the need for judgment and separation, defining ourselves by who is against us as much as by who is for us, and withholding ourselves from the world and each other until we're sure it's safe. Both of these perspectives are necessary for life to be lived through us, for evolution to carry us forward. To begin to discern one from the other is an essential aspect of our inner journey. The experience of being a human is the dance back and forth between these two extremes. We step into life, we step back and regroup. We insist on reminding ourselves that yes is the ultimate answer. We insist on remembering that those opinions and ideas that tell us differently probably came from someone else. And maybe it's time to examine them a bit more closely. And stepping back for a moment is a part of this process. Letting go of everything I think I know about myself dropping into the deepest truth of myself, coming back out, stepping back into the world, and asking, how much compassion can I find today? For myself, for others, how much love am I able to bring to each situation? Can I even hold in mind the idea that consciousness is the truth of everything, always, and that if I am quiet enough, and if I listen enough, and if I am present enough to the truth of myself and to you, can I perhaps have the experience of consciousness, loving consciousness, through the two of us?
Today, if I have thoughts of separation and judgment, I will ask myself if these thoughts fit into my philosophy of life. And if they don't, I will open myself to correcting them. I will challenge myself to step forward into the unknown rather than to seek the false safety of the known. And when I find myself unable to step into life freely and fully, I will have compassion for that part of myself that hasn't yet learned. It's okay to love. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.